Funding for the mock is provided by J. Summers Archery, Hayes Broga Esquire and Associates, and individuals like you from our listening audience. For more information about the muck, visit www.welcometothemuck.com. Chapter 4. The Sheriff's Daughter As I explained last time, the origins of Vanish in Verdant stem from the mid to late 90s, when Gregory Verdant first arrived to West Virginia and broke ground on Verdant processing along the banks of the Buchanan River in southern Upshur County. While initially heralded as a savior to the economically depressed community, things quickly went south for Verdant when just days after the facility's grand opening in the summer of 98, a chemical leak led to the acute poisoning deaths of two young girls, Natalie and Nicole Unseld. The twins had been swimming with their father, John Wesley Unseld, at a local swimming hole not far downstream from Verdant Processing. Within 24 hours of exposure, all three were admitted to St. Joseph's Memorial Hospital. Three days later, after slipping into a coma, the girls were declared dead. A tragedy like this would shake any community. For a small town like Buckhannon, it was devastating. Pretty much everybody knows everybody around here. This is Lisa Hughes, current sheriff of Upshur County, who agreed to share her recollections of the incident. A man takes his daughters out swimming one day. The next day, they're up at St. Joe's, coughing, wheezing. A couple days later, Wes was okay, but his daughters, I mean, they're just kids, you know? Slipped into a coma, and it wasn't long after that. In fact, that may be what I remember most. The whole town felt like it was in a coma. Waiting, praying, till they heard the news. They died. After what local media dubbed the twin tragedy, an intense investigation ensued. The lead local authority on the case was, in fact, Lisa Hughes' father, Roy Hughes, the now-deceased former Upshur County Sheriff, who I've come to learn is a bit of a local legend in these parts. In fact, it was Sheriff Roy Hughes who initially coined the phrase Vanishing Verdant. Gregory Verdant. Vanishing Verdant. The one that got away. That's what my dad always said. In reviewing original case files of Sheriff Roy Hughes' investigation, it's clear that he was a first-rate lawman. Even 15 years later, his meticulous notes on the investigation suggest he left no stone unturned when attempting to understand just what went wrong in Verdant processing and who should be held accountable. According to my research, two key factors led to the poisoning of the Uncell twins. First, Gregory Verdant vastly underestimated the strength of his patented chemical cleaning agents, which scientists would later learn were being mixed and stored in incredibly unsafe, in fact, lethal concentrations. Second, Verdant's plant itself, while compliant on paper with all applicable building codes and safety standards, was shoddily constructed, a fact that Verdant would later claim was the result of his employment of, quote, incompetent local tradesmen, unquote. 
In the aftermath of the chemical spill at Verdant Processing, Gregory Verdant quickly fell out of favor with the community. While a recognized expert in the field of chemical engineering, Verdant's response to the tragedy demonstrated much less sophistication in the nuances of public relations. As local, state, and federal authorities pressed ahead with their investigation, Verdant became increasingly uncooperative, and publicly so. He lawyered up with the best corporate counsel money could buy. Rather than expressing sorrow and condolences for the unselled twins, he issued multiple public statements hoisting blame on everybody but himself. The Upshur County Commission, the local contractors who constructed his plant, the foreign manufacturers of the double-lined metal tanks used to store his lethal concoction. Verdant even went so far as to say that Natalie and Nicole Unseld's deaths could have been avoided had their father, John Wesley, simply taken his daughters to the hospital more quickly or didn't even go to the swimming hole in the first place. Having visited this venue personally, I, I can attest firsthand that the Sago swimming hole might not satisfy contemporary notions of safety. The location is remote, the waters are deep, and needless to say, there's not a CPR certified lifeguard on hand in case of emergency. Still, in light of the tragic loss of life, the two young unselled girls, and the unimaginable grief experienced by their father and the broader community, one wonders regardless of his responsibility in the matter, in his callous behaviors following the twin tragedy, did Verdant himself perhaps sow the seeds of his own disappearance? I'll explore this question in my next installment, all in due time. This is Albert Edwin Carter from Buchanan, West Virginia, inviting you to join me next time on The Muck. <laughs>